Welcome to Will You Accept This Rose, a production of iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah. Gonna get all up in Thank God. So Thank good. God. ABC knew. We needed Matt James in the woods of Pennsylvania at the Nemecolin Resort. Who knew that that is what we needed as a world coming out of a holiday season that happened? That happened. That's what happened. I did not know that I needed to see a seven foot nine man towering over Chris Harrison to make everything okay in my life. Welcome to the very first episode of 2021 of Will You Accept This Rose? My name is Arta Marine, coming to you from my bougie garage somewhere in California, and I am wearing my bachelor sweatshirt that was sent to me last night, and I am feeling like, honestly, if this is the one moment of my week where I am doing okay. In honor of our first guest, I made myself a little CBD THC tea because I knew what was going to be happening in my bottom left corner. So I was like, you know what? I'm stressed out. It's January 5th. I've never had a CBD tea while I was recording, but I thought today's the day. I need it. I need it. Let's just ease into 2021 like a warm bath. With us is a man who has really stolen our hearts. We definitely accept his rose. He is the host of the Daily Zeitgeist. He is our newest addict. Uh, We hooked him in during the goat episodes and he was like, okay. And then when he became kind of, he got hooked on Nick Vial and had strong opinions on Nick Vial. Then he went through Claire and Tasha's season with us. Then he broke down his picks with us and now he's fully addicted and I like what I'm seeing. Ladies and gentlemen, Miles Gray. Thank you for having me back. Shout out to all the people who I've not spoken to in years who listen to your show and yeah. hit me up and go, are you on? Will you accept this rose? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm fine. How are you? How have you been? And yes, that is me. Uh, but yeah, I'm, it's nice to like really start uh, like, you know, I did the picks for Tasha and yeah. now this one. But like this, I'm 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 getting momentum as a well, rose rose head. Well, I thought of you last night because I thought, okay, you and our other guest who's coming up, you guys started with the GOAT episodes. Right. And then I know that you binge watched Tasha's season yep. and you watched it. And that, like, how now you're actually like, now you kind of know the deal. Now, you've never seen it all in Calabasas. You've seen it out at oh. La Quinta. And now you're seeing it in the woods in Pennsylvania. Right. And I have to say, it travels. It have Chris Harrison will travel. I, I was thinking of you and wondering if you were like, Oh, I know this now. Like your feelings last night. Um, yeah, like definitely. I mean, I still have outstanding questions that you sure, know sure. Are, are built on my lack of data that I've collected sure. from watching full seasons. Uh, but yeah, that. I'm definitely like I'm starting to say shit audibly out loud. Like, Mm-mm, that's not okay. gonna work. That's or what like, I like. Oh, I, oh, okay, you're doing okay. You're doing that uh, because okay. I'm starting to understand the dynamics a little bit more of that's what right. this says as a game rather than watching people. Before I was like, this is a documentary about love. No, it's a game. Uh, versus, oh, these are people pursuing SpawnCon. No, this um, is why we don't do spoilers because it's like our Super Bowl. So it's both who's going to win, 
who's going to win the most followers, who's going to maybe right. get married, who's going to be the bachelorette, and who's going to oh. take over, and who's going to get to quit quit being a dental hygienist and just like sell fab fit fun boxes for the next right. five years. Do you wait? Do you keep track of people's uh, social media follows like at the start of the season so you can't quantify that by then? Oh, that's a really great question. I feel like Katie checks in early on, but I don't think she checks out the numbers. But maybe Katie, I feel like she would be a good keeper of the spawn con. I, I feel solid right. about that. Let's also introduce our other guest today. Mm-hmm. Now, I knew I had to get her in early because, again, this woman has been a fan favorite on our show. She's come on and you're like, we want more of her. But I know that she wouldn't naturally be watching it. So I'm like, let's just get her on the – she'll watch the first episode because she can't be behind. She just needs to watch one and then maybe, maybe <laughs> she'll like it enough that she'll keep watching and she'll want to come back. But I'm not putting that kind of pressure on it's it's like it's easy here. We're just happy to get you when we can get you. She um she was she's the host of a podcast that got like a very large shout out from Vulture of like favorite podcast of the year end of year. Excuse me, excuse me. She's a brilliant actress. She's an amazing comedian. We love her on this podcast. She hosts Scam Goddess, ladies and gentlemen, Lacey Mosley. Oh my goodness, Arden! What an introduction! Oh my god, I'm bowing. I'm bowing in my home. Y'all, y'all hear me bowing? I, I, you are the true queen. Get take that. We can hit your braids in the laptop. Take a take a Victoria's little crown away, and let's give it to you because you should be bowing. You, you're amazing. Oh, Victoria's a wild girl. Victoria, (laughs) she came. She. She came to be both the thirstiest and the villain. Like, I didn't realize that thirstiest and villain could be all in one person. This is parched. Woo! Somebody. Anybody. Oh, my God. Give Victoria some water. Get her the Gatorade. <laughs> overall, how is your feeling about last night? How is overall, before we get deep into it, I'll walk us through the episode. Overall, I'll just speak personally. I yeah. thought, out of the gate, I was like, okay, here's, first of all, it's our first Black Bachelor. Let's just start with that. And, like... Yep. Uh, for 25 years in, 25 (laughs) years in, I think they had, was, was Juan Pablo the only non-white male bachelor? So the, the one dude they had was like such a fucking creep too. He was the best until he was the worst. He was the most toxic one too. Was he a white? Because you know, like in other races, like there's still or like nationalities, there's still white people. Was he a white, whatever he was? Or was he like, Katie, you you know what I'm saying? Yeah, white I know passing. what you mean. He, yeah, he was white you know passing. I mean? Oh, you mean like yes. uh, like how there's like yeah. tapatios and oh. tapatias and like in Mexico and yeah. stuff? I, I or yeah, or like if you go to that. Spain, like there's white people in Spain. They speak Spanish, but they still white. You know what I mean? Caucasian, right? Yeah, what do you, like Alec Baldwin. Oh, you're saying what's, yeah? What's his what's his, me, what's his melanin rating? Started on Hilaria, okay? Can I say Hilaria? Hilaria. She was she from Boston. She's a fourth generation Boston. Boston. Me. That would be like, I wrote about in my book that I am the dickhead that went with my mom to England for like 10 days. And what, I was 21 years old and I came back and I got hammered and I panicked and I spoke with a British accent one night and I wrote about what a dickhead I was. Like, what a douche. Who does that? Like, what a total no, dummy. Oh, you're fine. I literally but, just did that at Avis Rent-A-Car. But then and I got to upgrade. I know. She, there you go. she, this white girl from Boston did it for seven years, like with her husband. The Today Show clip of her asking what the word in English is for cucumber. How do you say cucumber? Cucaracha? Cucumber? Incredible. That was, that was the holiday. It's like Pepino, ma. <laughs> Just learn that shit. That was like, the holiday. Santa came late and it brought us Idaria. It was incredible. <laughs> okay. So Juan Pablo. So here we are. We have Matt James. I have to say, 
And he's never been on the show. So he's not a known quantity. We don't right. know. Different. But I, I, well done, well cast, <laughs> like hot, seven feet tall. I think if you think he's actually six foot eight is what I heard, which Chris Ooh. Harrison looks like a hobbit next to him. Somebody tweeted to us. <laughs> Damn. He's six foot eight. Oh, tree. He played, he played, he's Groot. He played um, football at Wake, Wake Forest. Forest. Demon Wake Deacons. Forest. Um, and I found him to be like relaxed and, I mean, even though he was nervous, but I found him to be like a nice guy and a present guy. Generally, their male leads are very neutered, milk toast white guys that are super <laughs> Christian so this is similar, but not quite as openly. Like, there's never, never been an open prayer circle, which we'll get to. But, like, they're super Christian, like, white guys that are – that your mom would not be afraid for you to go to the prom with. Like, that's – they don't cast sexy leads. And I have to say, I feel like Matt James, they cast a sexy lead. I feel like it's the most beautiful group of women I've ever seen. I think the resort is stunning. And I think it's going to be a fun season. That was my big overall oh, – yeah. okay. Uh, Miles, what was your overall painted picture of like the the mat, the ladies, the the setting? Like in a pandemic, great choice. The setting was beautiful. I couldn't. I mean, the La Quinta was. It felt like a fucking La Quinta. It felt like some desert resort with a golf course. It didn't yeah. feel there was no magisterial quality to it, uh, if I may say so. This felt like. It felt like it matched the occasion rather yes. than like adapting to the time. So I like that. The diversity, I'm loving it. Uh, Who would have thought that that renders you a very good looking crop of contestants? Uh, <laughs> Whale. Uh, oh. uh, shout out to uh, my man's waves that were blowing in the wind when he was in that open cockpit airplane. I loved uh, it. I really should have put a hat on, but you know what? The way it was wavy up I there. Loved it. I loved and- the outfit. I loved his outfit. I loved his turtleneck yeah. and his suit. I loved it. Oh, everybody loves the Mahershala Ali turtleneck with the, the suit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I told you, like, on the, I forget the that one men's tell-all that yeah. one dude had, was rocking. I was like, like, he Googled Mahershala Ali outfits. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just went it was giving sensual is- Silicon Valley. And I was yes. yes, yes, exactly. I so I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic. Um, okay, Lacey, overall, what did you think of the setting, the Bachelor, the ladies overall takeaway? So I do have to uh, piggyback on Miles with the Majestic. Like, it was giving cute. Like, the little robe was cute that they pulled up on. Was that cobblestone? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It felt like Cinderella. <laughs> I felt like they actually found, like, the Bridgerton Castle in Pennsylvania oh. that we did not oh. know that we- Bridgerton yes. can't even handle. Cannot and even handle. he is handle. giving Bridgerton. He, he is giving the Duke. Yes. He is horny. giving me the Duke. He is horny, horny. Duke. Horny the Duke, Duke of Horny. He is horny. He looked at everybody's booty as they went up the stairs, and I loved it. Oh, hell yeah. While all the stepsisters pressed their nose in that fucking porthole on the 78th floor watching down below. I loved it. Okay, so horny Duke, yes. Yes, he's giving I jizz in my hand because I hate my dad. You know, he's giving Mm -hmm. Bridgerton. Yes. Yes. um, And he's also, like, he's really cute. Um, I, the women are like, they were just like, Hey, um, calling all bad bitches. This is the bachelor. Um, right. yes, <laughs> yes. like they're all beautiful, they all beautiful. So different. And I really like that. Cause I swear there's always like six Hannah's who look the exact same on like every yeah. season of the bachelor. I'm like, which, which Hannah is that? And yeah. why they look the same? Right. Um, 
So and I, at one point, I was like, maybe I was getting into QAnon conspiracy. I was like, maybe The Bachelor is just manufacturing white women to come on the show. Yes. And putting them in Wayfair boxes. You fo- you follow me. Right. Uh, yes. To perpetuate a vision of whiteness. They definitely, <laughs> I feel like they were getting more and more pageanty, like, white women Wayfair box. Like, even, like, Hannah A, B, Hannah C, Hannah D. Like, and it's all, it was getting more and more, like, southern white women uh, pageant queens. Right. They all come up and do like right, a weird right. tiny hand wave yeah. when they show yeah. up. Yeah. Um, Professional I, smilers. <laughs> right. I will say the sit down that he had with Chris Harrison for me was a little troubling. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So I don't know if you want me to wait for that. We'll, we'll, we'll get right. We'll get right. I have it. thoughts. Yeah. But yes. Yeah, so I'm excited about the season, though. It looks very cute. And Chris Harrison was also like the worst actor in the world when he was like, oh, you want to talk to me? And then it's like, let's go to this perfectly lit like Pier 1 room with these like two chairs awkwardly sitting in front of candles like, oh, like you didn't plan this out? No. Okay, Katie, overall, what was your overall just before we dive in thoughts on the, the setting, the season, the guy, the gals, all of it? Well, the resort's amazing. Like, I yeah. legitimately want to go there now. I looked I've it up. I was like, how do I get right? there? It's outside of Pittsburgh, I guess. Like, it mm. just we gotta go. so beautiful. Matt was Idyllic. really great. He seemed nervous, but he played yeah. it really well like he didn't Charming. really let it get to him mm-hmm. i felt like he actually already has like a connection with a few of the girls i mm-hmm. really liked a lot of the girls like i really liked abigail a lot oh my god and i'm i'm excited i think i'm i mean yeah i'm excited for it i think it's gonna be a really fun season so here we are. We're in Nemecola, Pennsylvania. Who would have ever thought that would sound sexy? But it, the Bridgerton of America, Nemecola, <laughs> Pennsylvania. Uh, so who we meet Matt James. Who is he? He's 28 years old. He's skateboarding. He's from North Carolina. He loves working with kids. He works with a lot of kids that are homeless, a lot of them. So they he loves working with them. He's a He was a real estate agent. Um, he shows up in his biplane. He's got the Mahershala Ali outfit on and we find out he's he grew up with his mom and his older brother. He is a white mom. He is a black dad. His parents split up when they were young. He grew up in a Christian household and his mom sacrificed a lot for them and like supported him through football and stuff like that. And then we see his mom coming in and somebody tweeted us, which I loved. The tweet was like, who knew his mom looks like Celine Dion joined a biker gang and I am here for it and it is sexy. Oh, shit. <laughs> Should we take that out? Does that mean? Is that no, I think it's, I, I, to me it looked like if Ursula, it. her vibes was like Ursula from Little Mermaid if she went to Joel Osteen's church. <laughs> but I felt like I loved her leather pants. I loved her like rock and yeah. roll. Like he's got the cool mom showing up and like I I loved her and that was when the whole sort of like overall narrative of the season is and I know when Anna comes here she's obsessed with how they say the world vulnerable which I know I don't I, I intentionally enunciated it just now I know I don't naturally I don't say it properly but uh, uh-huh. so we find out all night it was just the word unpacking and vulnerable so it was like when was the last time you were vulnerable has your mom ever asked you <laughs> I mean, Miles, what, has your mom ever said, Miles, when was the last time you were vulnerable? And what would you say if Mama Gray said that to you? My mom grew up right after World War II in Japan. <laughs> She's not asking me shit about vulnerability. That's yeah. just straight facts. Yeah. Um, so that was jarring. 
yeah. but I mean, you know, Sorry. not that like we don't have deeper conversations, but like that's definitely not a that's not a sentence I've even heard, like maybe even from a therapist. Like when was the last? It felt so like like the producer was like, be sure to ask this because we want to thread this word and theme throughout everything. It definitely felt like we're learning that he saw his parents break up. It was very hard for him to be raised in a single parent household. And mm-hmm. I don't know if his dad is still in his life or not. I, I don't know anything about that. But like that he is afraid of getting too involved that he doesn't want to recreate he doesn't want to hurt yep. a woman maybe like his mom was hurt. And so there's a block there. Um, Lacey, what did you think of his interaction with his mom and all of that? So I was looking down because I had to go Google her again because she has uh, she has a lot of photos up that are very much like I date black men. Um, yes. She's giving me that haircut. She's giving me that. I'm at the soccer game. And, yes. you know, my baby daddy ain't here. Yes. Um, the vulnerable question was interesting to me because obviously, yeah, it's all staged for like TV and stuff. Um, but I just, honestly, I feel like his mom came on TV and was like, bitch, I'm still single too. So uh, let the girls know. Let the girls know. I felt for <laughs> her because, We can both find love. Oh my God. Look who is here. I felt for her because I I love blush. And I remember one time asking my friend leaving the house, I was like, do I have on too much blush? And she said to me, not if you're not trying to look like a marionette. Like, too. <laughs> like two little Pinocchio circles. Yeah. Like I am very like fucking saw doll. I am a fully saw doll, heavy handed with the blush. And I and I know without and I thought, oh my god, they couldn't have just gotten her. I know it's COVID, but they couldn't have gotten her somebody in like a shield at the monitor to be like, hey, this is HD. Maybe in person it looks great. Let's just blend it down a little bit. You know what I mean? Like I felt for her that right. she didn't know. I'm sure she looked great in person. She didn't know to blend it down. Lacey, you disagree. Mm-hmm. You think- she sat she sat in the makeup chair. She said, Have y'all seen Harlot? <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what I want. Give me the Harlot. Have y'all seen Queen Elizabeth? Like back in right. the day. <laughs> She'll be like, I said more blush. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Dr. Anna Tana Banana is here. Hi, Dr. Banana. Hey. We were saying overall that we are feeling we are feeling Nemacola that it is the Bridgerton of uh, the Pennsylvania of the American mm-hmm. estates. That, have you seen Bridgerton yet, Anna? I have not. I do oh. need to watch though. Oh, oh you do need to watch. Come okay, excuse me. You simply must. Just know when you oh, must. Oh, you simply must. You must. He is the, he is, uh, that Matt James is the Duke, who, the okay. horny Duke uh, who hates his dad. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, it's such a sexy show. You're going to love it. Side note, Bridgerton, I was curious about the casting of the gal. I was like, she's the diamond of the season in the in Bridgerton. Mm. It was just weird because he was like such a just piece of man. Yeah. And then she kind of looked like a little girl. And she yeah. is in her mid-20s. But I was like, I don't know if this baby should be having all these sexuals. I was, I was <laughs> concerned. Yeah, she, I know watching her like put her hand down to her nether regions, I was like, I felt protective of the actress. Now, they handled it really well, and they were respectful, but I thought she felt vulnerable doing it that day. I know she did. Anna? Vulnerable. Vulnerable. How do people say that? How do they say it? They they don't say the L. They say, like, vulnerable. That's how I do it. I say vulnerable. Or they'll say, like, vulnerable. Vulnerable. I, I don't say the L. I, I only say it now because you and Lisa Delarios on our Patreon have pointed it out. But I naturally would say I'm feeling very vulnerable, vulnerable right now. 
You do. You do say the L, though. If you hear it, I hear you say the L. Slight. Yeah, you just Slight. said it. Slight. Vulnerable. It was Vulnerable. You let it dance on your tongue a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like the Duke. I'm like the horny Duke. Vulnerable. Yeah. Yes. I have one last point for you, Anna, Please. though, about Bridgerton before we get back into the Bachelor stuff. Just know, and for everybody listening, don't watch that shit with your parents or anybody because it starts off oh, like a cute no. normal show. Yes. And then, and then one episode, they was like, oh, girl, it's the porn. It's and I was like, popping. yes. Yeah, then Lord Poppington arrives. <laughs> don't watch it with your dad, Tana. Don't watch it with your dad. No, Woo. definitely don't do that, Anna, because you start looking around the room pretending you don't know what a sex is. I was like, this <laughs> yeah. is crazy. What are they doing with their organs? Oh, my God. Were you? Did you watch that with your parents? Did you watch it with your parents? <laughs> I started it with my mom. Mom, I was like, Chad, this is, mm, this is a devil. Nope. No, I can't. Yeah, this is a, I can't with that. It's a laptop in my room show. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> um, so then so then the mom, there's, they start going, there's no perfect family. And she's like, I'm worried that – he says, I'm worried someone could break my heart. And she was like, aha, gotcha. So that means you think that somebody could break your heart. So that means you are open to being vulnerable. I think so that's that really neat. <laughs> Yeah, so then you you are ready. You are going to move on to your next chapter. And he was like, I think you're right, sexy mom who, who's bringing it and ready. She definitely was putting it out there that mom was available and that mom could rock leather leggings and still oh, like yeah. patent leather leggings and still yeah. look good. She let Miles, you know how, what, how, how she was built. It was she, there. You know what I mean? It was if, not. There were no games. Not Bridgerton. She was <laughs> no. She said, saran wrap me and give me all the blush you have. <laughs> You go count all the change in my pockets. You go count the lines on my knees. Okay. Right. <laughs> Saran wrap me. Keep me on the blush. Dude, if my mom, God bless, God rest JJ's soul. If JJ had showed up in shiny patent leather pants with like the Olsen booty that we all have, like it would, and not in a cute, it would have been like, we all have very long torsos, super short legs. I mean, a short-legged, bootylicious woman <laughs> stuffed into, like, bad mother leggings with all the blush batting her eyes at Matt James, which would have been amazing. Amazing. She gave us Sandy from Greece. She said, she I'm Sandy. She Dean. gave us, what are you talking about? Stop. Tell me about it. Stop. <laughs> I got chills. I'm Ryan, and I'm Lou. I played Fat Jan in high school. <laughs> I played Fat Jam, and that's what it was called. Anyway, here we go. So um, so then we see the ladies are – by the way, there was an ad. Now, Lacey and Miles, I don't know if you watched Nick Vial's full season, but uh, there was – so they did an ad for Orbit Gum last night. They're like, in honor of the 25 years of The Bachelor, we want to give a shout-out to the most romantic date. They picked this singular date where Vanessa and Nick – Went, they did like zero gravity, and then she threw up like yeah. all over him. Like two seconds later, they picked that date to be the great gum orbit. Did she need gum because she's about to freaking throw up into a bag? Yeah, because after she threw up, she's still gotta get her kiss on. So orbit's like, look, you can blow chunks and then just get some kiss on. With they should have just kept that in for orbit. I mean, that wouldn't have been a bad yeah. thing. But also, just a weird thing to like That's associate. I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, yes. yo, if you need your your breath right, including <laughs> vomit, vomit rides, make out sessions, then you need orbit. But I don't want to associate your gum with vomiting in my yeah. mouth. They like, picked that up yeah. 25 seasons of The Bachelor. That means there's probably been 
um, I don't know, like thousands of dates, thousands and thousands. That was the one moment you picked was the one right. where she vomits 20 seconds later. Is there, Crazy. was there ever like a cheeky date where people did like oral sex and you knew that <laughs> happened and then they were like, haha, orbit y'all. You know what I'm talking about? Like, <laughs> there, there was rumors. Obscure with it. There was rumors with also in Nick's season with Corinne and the whipped cream in the bounce house that like behind the oh. scenes there was rumors of that, right? Okay. Hannah, right? Okay, okay. So then we have so here we go. They're here. So he's getting ready to show up. He's putting on. A, they have a lot of shirtless shots of him, which I'm not mad. At. I mean, he's incredibly fit but they are there's a lot of him getting dressed they loved they always love uh showing did they get him in the shower because they usually get the bachelors showering and thinking did they do they have him scrubbing down tana uh it's in the um coming up they show him showering <laughs> coming up he's made stick around <laughs> Also, like, how do you how do the producers pitch that to you? They're like, oh yeah, come in here, Matt. Yeah, yeah. So uh, today we're gonna get you in the shower. Uh, we're gonna get you soaping up. We're gonna get you nice and lavender. Like, what does that have to yeah. do with yeah. the show? Hey, get every, naked, motherfucker. Every single time. <laughs> There was a guy. There was a guy last year on Hannah's season that was the villain that they would show showering up. That said, he was like apparently like a real creep in college. It turned out he was also a creep last year as well. But he <laughs> that that Jesus came to him in the shower. So there was a lot of him talking to Jesus in the shower. Jesus, oh. they, but they showed him showering, and then Jesus came to him in the shower and told him to stop sleeping around in college. So he and became so the, a born again virgin, right? He, he became a born again virgin because of like a tap in the shower. Like a tap on the shoulder in the shower from like <laughs> but then oh, they yeah. I mean, I'm with that. And look, yeah. if Jesus starts texting y'all in the shower and tells you you need to stop home, you know, come on to me. I'll give you a virginity back for forty dollars. <laughs> Shout out to his parents and that congregation because yeah, for wild. that guilt to get yeah. you that hard, because let's be real, he jerked off in the shower. And yeah. that's oh, like hell his yeah. first for sure. and Jesus was right pulled up there. on his ass. <laughs> Yeah, pull, Jesus, Jesus pulled right. up on his ass the first thing. And he said, oh, God, Jesus, I'm sorry. And <laughs> since right. then, Jesus has been coming to give him messages yeah. at turning points in his life. I've seen this a hundred times before. You've seen it. I, I went to Catholic high school. I've seen what it does to these kids. Well, it happened to, it happened to Bad Luke last year. So then we see the ladies arriving. And, it, it's you know, they had some... Overall, uh, the, the gimmicks, we had the goat feet. Uh, I felt badly for her. <laughs> I, I felt badly for her. And I feel that I would have been talked into wearing the goat slippers. Like, I, I'm the fool that they'd be like, you're the fun one. Here, like, put on these, like, camel toe slipper goat toe I, miles. Is it, <laughs> yeah, is it like a tray of, like, accessories that you can pick? Like, what do you I, mean, like, in that? I think that the, particularly, I think the, the, that the producers have extra long now in general too because they had to go quarantine for two weeks. So you're right. locked into some hotel. You're probably in like a day's in somewhere in Pennsylvania for two weeks by yourself. And they're like, you got to make an entrance. Let us talk. Let's just brainstorm. What do you want? You know? yeah. What do you think? Cool? Like, What's okay, it? let's get you a pickup truck. Let's get you goat slippers. Let's get you yeah, like. Right, right, right. Two I weeks thought- in quarantine and you came up with goat feet? Yeah, I know. That's last was- minute, huh? I don't think she made the cut either. So we made the ballerina, Alicia. Then we have um, – we. I have to say because I sort of – I rewatched again this morning. The first four out of the gate were strong. Four or five. Yeah. Like, it was like back-to-back of holy cow. These – we started out with Brie in the green dress who's stunning, stunning. Right. 
She's definitely a contender. Um, then we had the. I have to pull up because it's still brand new. Uh, we have Brie. We have um, Rachel. There was like a dark-haired girl named Rachel who also like teared up when he gave his toast. Um, mm-hmm. There was Chelsea in the sexy dress. Um, oh. There was the young lady whose parent, his, her dad had Lou Gehrig's. And then uh, so oh, she yeah. moved home <laughs> to be a caretaker. And then so she showed up. She had sort of a nice interaction with him where she was like, I'm going to miss my friends and family at home, but I'm hoping that, you know, I feel like home for you. And he seemed to really he can he seemed like a guy that was actually present, even though he did sort of check out everybody's booty, which I respect. He he, as he should. But he did seem to like it when somebody was sincere (laughs) and talking to him. Um, Because when Rachel left, he was like, good God almighty. Like he was. He had so, it was so funny how he had something to say every time one of the contestants walked away. He's like, oh, "Well, she's a stunner." Another time, he was like, "I felt like if he was if he didn't go to church when he saw Rachel, he I think he would have said, God damn.' Like, yeah, he, after he saw her, he like looked back and was like, "Shit, okay, I'm on well, the Bachelor for real right now." Well, I think that's right. he he did that after Mari. Mari was the beautiful. Yeah, Mari too. Mari, he was like, sometimes you just don't have anything to say, and I just yeah. didn't. I agree with you that he'd be like, God damn, like they Chelsea just, is wearing that dress. Chelsea, right. Chelsea was wearing that dress. I was. Yeah. I mean, she was fucking was wearing. My, I mean, she was giving like that ass, but respectfully, <laughs> yeah, <this laughs> respectfully, is, queen. Yes, he I'm was. That ass and, and then I thought of you, Miles, that he legitimately, I, even though I thought Jasenia was adorable, I thought she was the first one that, because it was like, like 10 out of 10 knockouts, like five or six in a row of like 10 out of 10. And then they got to sweet, adorable Jasenia, who's like a nine and a half. And I remember being like, Jasenia is adorable. And then you, Miles, said, yeah, you'd be like, oh, yeah, right. Jasenia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh yeah! Hey, right? Yeah, Jasenia, right? Just, like, oh shit! Yeah. Hey, Jasenia! <laughs> That's how you do it. And you nailed it. That was exactly what I thought. I was like, oh, this poor, adorable, beautiful woman who's probably She's a fucking knockout. But like, there was like seven like signed Ford models in a row, and then here comes yeah. Jasenia, and Jasenia, who's adorable. But it was like, I just in my brain, I heard Miles going, right? Yeah, hey, Jasenia. Even. In the rose ceremony, they said, I was like, that, that, that's, that's right. Just say I love you. We got lost. Not there's... forgetting about her while she's on the television. Like, you looking yeah. at her like. <laughs> I mean, that's just how, like, again, this strong crop of t- oh, contestants. Then we have the beautiful woman that rolls up in the, uh, Kayla, who rolls up in the truck, who is from North Carolina, who's stuck. Ning. And I felt really smart to like be like, I'm from North Carolina to like really smart. I'm going to trust. I'm going to believe that that's her truck. Whenever people drive in in vehicles, I'm like, it's always a too perfectly staged direction version. It's like the too perfect of the truck. When we were in in Palm Springs, it was too perfect of the jalopy. Like it's never, yeah, right. it's, it's too art direction. It's not her truck. She didn't, drive, she didn't drive that shit to Pennsylvania. <laughs> but, but she did, could drive stick shift. So she had that at least. Yeah, right. that was cute. It was very cute. She was like, look at me knowing things. She was cute. I mean, I felt like there was a lot that came out. Then we have Katie who comes, shows up rolling up with a fucking vibrator. And I love that. Like, 
Never did I think on ABC primetime when I hear the word dildo said like 88 times. Never did I just picturing where they chose to put the bar, that it was a light up glitter dildo, that she treated it like it was used. Like she would say stuff like, don't worry, I cleaned it. The her like like guilty like cat that got into the birdcage look of like well her like she was so shivering with excitement to pull her like vibrator prank and be like it's been a really isolating pandemic and we all just need to do things that make us feel connected and I want to just give you the gift and like plunk in that in theory used dildo into Matt James's hand. I felt that he was a good sport about it. I mean, le- uh, later on, like, he was generally a, f- he seemed like he has an okay sense of humor. I found him to be very affable. Lacey, what did you think of the vibrator? Shenanigans? You see me over here shaking my head and flailing my <laughs> hands like the inflatable tube man because I was so over her. And oh, then, by the end of the like, night, by the end of the night, she was annoying as fuck. Like, baby yeah. girl, this your only party trick? Like, do you have a personality where you like, damn, I don't really have a personality let me bring this uh fake penis because this gonna have to be this gonna he gonna have to fall in love with this because i can't give him nothing from up here it was like the one moment where i was like okay girl like please sit down because i would have i would have tossed some hands asses for doing this so homegirl was sitting talking to matt and she was like you know so then my granny had died or whatever and yeah there's earthquakes earthquake in puerto rico mari mari a sincere – well, that's why the Bachelor producers are the biggest Satanists because they were like, go and go. Uh, cue Katie in the vibrator. Cue, tap her on the shoulder with the vibrator. Hey, shout out to Satan. I wish no somebody shit. would rub a, a penis on me while I'm talking about my dead granny's hands. We yeah. got to fight. Oh, that was a moment I was saying. I groaned. <laughs> I was like – I would have been like, I'm not with the shits. Do not – Poke me with that thing. Are you serious? I'm talking about my she, fucking country being dev. You know, this is my people being devastated. She was literally talking. You jab me with your dirty vibrator. Literally, she was talking about earthquakes and hurricanes that have been just back to back to back to back on her homeland with her family still there. And that she's like praying for and her like having an honest sincere moment but you know that some pa they're like and cue the vibrator cue the vibrator go vibrator go vibrator flying in vibrator okay poke her in the shoulder you crying about your granny and them your cousin and then just suddenly (laughs) you hear like coming in the frame (laughs) 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 yeah Like, Matt, excuse me one moment while I beat this whole ass. I'll be back to talk about my granny in a minute. Um, you have to to like preserve honor at that point. You're like, you just you just desecrated the my family memory with this, and now I have only one option but to destroy you to restore honor. The spirit of my grandmother, as in Bridgerton, I will defend my family's honor to question my to bring a dildo (laughs) in the midst of a conversation (laughs) about my grandmother can only yield one result, and that is to duel at dawn. We'll be right back with our dueling vibrators. Oh, bone zone. Time for the bone zone. And we're back. Um, you guys. Yes, we were, we, right before the break, we were talking about the dueling vibrators. I was surprised that Mari could roll with it that much because she she did feel the most pageanty of everybody there. She did not seem like somebody that could roll with it. Um, before we get to that, let's just back up for a second. Before the limos happen, 
He shows up. He's nervous. He's standing on the front steps outside of this stunning resort that, that Chris Harrison goes, welcome to my chateau. And then um, <laughs> which is just <laughs> Captain Harrison does it again. A little knock around place. <laughs> <laughs> Humor. Okay. So then – so then they staged it and, and, and so they, they're like, okay. So the first limo is pulling up the driveway and then he goes, Hey, Chris, I've never done this before. Can we chat? And like, I actually felt like Matt did a good acting job there. I, I felt that he played his part well. I actually believed that he had. And yeah. then, and then until Captain Harrison starts going, what now? Now? <laughs> Like, and I thought Matt James was like, yeah, I just have a couple questions. Again, casual. They're like, hey, just make it seem relatable and like normal people talking. But you know that Captain Harrison knew what he like was planned was like this incredibly awkward talk, which I told Lacey we were going to get to. And we're, so then they go into this, oh, oh, we're just going to like this well-lit room that they clearly made Matt ask for this moment. And um, he's like, what seems to be on your mind, Matt? And he's like, well, I just, I feel a lot of pressure. You know, I'm the first black bachelor and I feel like, I feel like there's a lot of expectations that I am supposed to end up with a certain kind of person or so. And, mm. and Chris, okay, Lacey, Lacey. <laughs> And uh, he's like, how do I please everybody? And he's like, can you be more specific, please? Chris Harrison. He's like, <laughs> like he's like, look, I've never been in love. Um, and I just – I feel like I had a white mom and a black dad and, you know, this is something. Like I know like a lot of people have certain expectations and um, I, I felt – Chris Harrison, it just felt like he was very well equipped for that conversation. Did you think so? No, <laughs> no, that was sarcasm. I was like, uh, if I was like, he felt so like uncomfortable and like, like it just felt he felt like he was brushing it off and not like it's so uncomfortable and not able to actually honor that that. Like, this is a big thing, and there is a lot of pressure on him. And Rachel, who was the first black bachelorette, got completely torn apart in the press and was not protected. And, like, he should be nervous. And, like, it is it is a – he does have a lot of pressure on him, and there, it is a very vulnerable position to be in. And it felt a little dismissed of, of like, oh, don't – like, these are all valid, sincere claims. Lacey. Chris Harrison was giving me big. I posted a black square on Instagram and that's enough <laughs> activism for today. Okay. Yeah. He was yeah. like, what are you talking about, mm. girl? Oh, you're black. Oh, girl, I don't see colors. I right. don't see Negro colors. Okay. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> white to me, King. And <laughs> Look like, at Anna. Look at Anna. <laughs> What's happening? And then also, this really clued <sighs> me into the fact that. R.I.P. to all the black women on the show because y'all ain't gonna get picked. Matt yep. just told us I'm about to suck on all these white women and I'm gonna pick a white woman and That's... the girls will drag me. I'm gonna be in the roots. I'm gonna be in essence. They're gonna tear me apart. And he's right. Yeah, I actually thought <laughs> this... that's what I told Anna. I went as we soon as he before, said, I said that. Yeah. Yeah. And his first five picks were white, white brunette women. I'm like, like at the rose ceremony, and I'm like, right. oh man, he went like... to Wake Forest. His daddy wasn't there. Even his daddy was there. He was still going to end up with a white woman. Like, he's going to white womaning. He's going to be white woman in this whole show. And I'm going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Anna, take it, Anna. I was just so horrified 
that he had to explain. He literally had to explain race relations. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my come God. on, man. You Do you not understand? There are tensions between, like, America is one giant, like, truly, like, a boiler, like, like, it's going to, it's exploding, like, we're in the process of exploding, it already started exploding, we're keep going, because there's such a divide, and for you to be like, he's just like, I'm sorry, what do you mean? What do you mean? By the way, and he was actually acting like, he was acting like they didn't cast him after in the middle of like the like the height of the Black Lives Matter. I mean, people literally <laughs> like, you know, the the nation is burning. People are like, what the fuck? And like entire websites were started like, hey, fuck you, ABC. Like 25 seasons. Give us a fucking black lead. Give us a black lead. And then and then to act casually like like, oh, is that how that like were you going to pick him otherwise? Because you haven't yet. You've had a lot of great guys you could have picked. Like, like you, you're you acting like you. that's not how this casting – like you guys – you're somebody – America grabbed you by the neck and put you up against the wall and was like fucking wake up, you know, and, and right. downplayed but it. Downplayed it's it. well documented that Chris Harrison hasn't spoken to a black person in at least a decade. <laughs> Well, you know, when you, when you sit down with a black and you're like, oh, this is different. Like, oh, y'all have, what's happening? What's the police, you say? Right. <laughs> right. I, I just want to say one more thing. He ended it with, that's a lot to carry. So shall we go meet these women? It's like, yeah. oh, it's like he just told you about like romantic expectations based on his biracial background yeah. that he's feeling torn between quite yeah. literally about yeah. saying, and you know, being biracial, you know, you, you'll never be black enough or white enough or whatever half, mm-hmm. half you are like, that's just a feeling that you will always carry with you. So I think he did speak to something very nuanced that I think a lot of people can identify with, but like there was not, again, it there was, there was so much opportunity to kind of, talk about that in a more meaningful way rather than like ticking a box about being like right biracial who knows what's going to happen here maybe you're going to now tip your hat to what your preference is because yeah Lacey like you were saying he was basically saying I'm sorry to black women in America because I've been dragged my whole life for dating white women and I just know that now that I'm on TV it's going to be intense so I just want to get this out of the way now just yeah. so nobody's uh I don't have to go through this thing again. But yeah, it was a, it was a an interesting moment for something much more meaningful to happen and then it's just kind of like yeah, right. Again, this is just a reality thing. Did not have so. the tools. Chris his toolbox no. was empty. <laughs> no, empty. I was like y'all couldn't even hire like just like get y'all a DI consultant like everybody else doing. Pay a black to come in and tell you things. Like <laughs> right. he could, he they couldn't give him some black people cue cards. <laughs> like, oh my god. Right. Oh no, we got some cue cards for you Chris. Okay, so this is Black Lives Matter. He's a black people. Look at Anna. Look at Anna. Look at this picture. These are black people. These are the black. Seriously, though, that's it's so simple. Just they could have truly fed Chris Harrison lines, and they just. Oh, absolutely. It after seeing his house, after seeing his Ramada Inn, like his like like up in the hills, his Harrison Harrison like Ramada Inn lobby like study that he puts in. That's like when was the last time he left Calabasas that wasn't on a bachelor set? You know what I mean? Like has there been a moment that's not been high on a castle? Oh hell yeah. 
He goes uh, deep sea fishing in Cabo, like right. uh, every summer. Right. So many right. black people out there in the deep sea. <laughs> in the sea. <laughs> Just me, all my white friends on my boat, surrounded by water. <laughs> so, oh my God. Well, uh, we have all of our intros. Is there anybody else that came out of the gate that was... Victoria, of course. Oh, yeah. my God. Queen Victoria. Here's, so, like, four PAs have to carry her in. It was incredible. Victoria, what I love, she couldn't have had a better entrance. It was a 10 out of 10 for me. Because she rolled in, they're like, save the best for last, bitches. And then she falls down the steps. Like, falls. Stumbles and like barrel rolls down the steps, like the like the mean stepsisters in like Cinderella, and then he doesn't even go get her to see if she's okay. He's just like, "You good? You good?" <laughs> here, like she's like, "I'm good," and she's like, "I know." Like I, her confidence of like, "It's fine." He knew the queen is here. Clear it out, like royal. Looking for my king. Looking for my king. It is Bridgerton. <laughs> it's fully Bridgerton, and, and um. She, again, look, every year has, like, somebody vying for screen time. Thirstiest villain. One year we had <gasps> Waboom. Like, there's always a really thirst. People come in with taglines and stuff. I'll take Queen Victoria. If I have to have a very super thirsty villain, I find this – I actually found Victoria more entertaining to watch because she got hammered than Katie with the dildo. I will take Victoria over the dildo because at least Victoria was just, like – actually fell down the steps <laughs> you know what i mean like there's somebody's like i got it. i got it going on i can't fucking have that guy yeah he's just me so here comes royalty beep 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 beep, beep. Ba, ba, ba. i'm good i'm good versus like like that right 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 she's like on it because she's like her own energy force yeah which is what is what makes her good she's like you're just basically you're either in the way or you're go, you're, get, you're going along with it, and that's why like those are the kinds of characters you like to see because like oh they don't need anything else they are going to be their own thing and then whatever happens around that is going to happen. And I like exactly. that she was, got hammered. I liked her commitment Ooh. to it. She wasn't nervous about it. Whereas like the lady no. that came out and was like, uh, "Can I put my balls in your mouth?" Like, if you're going to do that, like, own it. She's like, my, my ball, my balls. Can I put my balls in your mouth? And then it was like, <laughs> and then it was like the size of not even a softball, bigger than that. Like, like a yeah. small, like a small volleyball. And then she's like, that was my meatball. It was like, you had a meatball, like the size of four in softballs in like a hand, oh, like a clutch. Like, we are in no. the middle of a ponder replay. I'm not eating your meatballs that you just brought no. out of a bag. What are you doing? We are. <laughs> in a global pancetta. Put this shit away. Speaking of global pancetta, watching the watching the uh lady in the tramp spaghetti thing really made my oh. pan the COVID, the sucking of a noodle. Oh. He did not want a noodle stuck with her. That is not what that noodle hot. Did it have yeah. water on it? He must have really wanted to kiss her because I was like, this is and he's yeah. not having it in your mouth. What's well, going on? A cold I, unseasoned noodle? No. And again, that's why I like Queen Victoria because she fell down and she's like, I still got it. Whereas the noodle gal and the like, let me put my balls, like the teabag ball lady, they were nervous about committing to it. It's like, here, this is your end of the noodle and this is my, and then you suck and put my balls in your mouth. Like, give me at least a <laughs> confident, if you're going to have a stupid entrance, commit to it. Right? I enjoy 
Go ahead, Lacey. Oh, I was just going to say, when he ate that unseasoned noodle and made no comments on the taste, I was like, yeah, he ain't going to pick no black woman. It's over for us. <laughs> it's over for us. Pack it up, or made it like, Pack your wigs up, girls. You're <laughs> going home. <laughs> I love... I thought when uh, MJ showed up in her pizza car, um, she seemed like a good sport when she couldn't get yeah. her pizza box out and like kind of chill. And, uh, you know, she went like she seemed like she had a good sense of whatever. She seemed normal and like went and got it. Um, and I guess that was that, those are was there any other big entrance that you can think? I was disappointed because Aaron Foley has always wanted to show up in her football outfit, and I wanted more of I wanted more of like the football thing. There was a lady who threw the fish, and then it missed. Katie, you're leaning forward. What do you, is there somebody that you remember? I got one. Yeah. Well, okay, Abigail, great. Abigail had a great entrance, and they Abigail. really hit it off. And then. Fuck, I just thought of one more, and I Kit, completely Kit. blanked Well, let's talk about Abigail. Okay. So Abigail, who which we'll get to, the front runner. Mm. Abigail mm, comes is. out. And I, this made this, like, and I was like, that's how partially I was like, oh, this is going to be an interesting season. She gets out of the limo. We learned that she was born deaf. She has, it, without her aid in her ear, that she can hear nothing. And so she gets nervous about people. Like she says, it feels like it's heavy to tell people immediately, but you kind of have to tell people. Um, she's cute as a button, got mm-hmm. out of the car and told him right away. And again, I rewatched it this morning and he was so locked in on her and and then, yeah. he, and then he was, she was like, so I'll be reading your lips. And he said, well, I'll just make sure to like enunciate really clearly for you. And like there was a, like a calming thing that happened. Like there was like the energy really got very calm and sweet. And he was so taken by her. I I loved like the, she had a great entrance. Miles, I see your hand. Take it. Oh, no, I was just it was. Yeah, it, it seemed very sincere. Like because. Everybody had like a gimmick, you know, and up until that point is like very entertaining and it was like a show. And then like that, that, that was a I mean, whether or not they're producing it to look like to sort of subtly show you that there's obviously a connection there. It really did seem, you know, he had like he, he I don't know, like when he said the enunciation line, it felt like something like he's already wired as like a nurturer or someone who likes yeah. to look out for people. So that just seemed very like natural. It wasn't even him being like flirtatious or just being clever and polite, but that he was like, oh, OK, like he was res- very much responding to what he was hearing. Well, I guess now yeah. that you're saying that, it makes me think of like his work that he does with the kids, like and that like he liked the woman that we like. He probably didn't know at the time, but that whose dad has Lou Garrett, like that he liked this sort of real people who might have like some complications in their lives. People that, you know, if you can't hear and your dad has Lou Gehrig's and like he seemed to relate to the people who had some real things happening. Lacey, you were saying something. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say like when he ends up, you know, having that moment with her with the rose, like it was just so his speech to her, like everything just felt like it, it jumped off the screen that he was like, this is the lady that I'm the most horny for. And it seemed like he like liked her brain too. Like he was horny for her brain as well. I love um, there was there was an interest that I wanted to mention. I don't know the girl's name, but the one who came in naked with the coat rack of clothes. Oh, yes. Kaylee. Yes. Let's talk Kaylee. about that. Kate was no Katie had the vibrator. Kaylee. Kaylee. 
Oh, Kaylee. Kaylee. Yeah, so Kaylee shows up, and she's got she's in her lingerie in a sexy robe. She's got two outfits, and she's like, I couldn't decide. And then he was like, I like that. I like that she did that. I like that she did that. That's confident. I like that. He liked that. Um, he was definitely like, cause that could have gone either way. He's an interesting right. character. Cause you're like, he's about to do a prayer circle. And yet, but he very much responded. He liked like, I'm like, this is an interesting, like yeah. interesting. He got pumped up. Like By it that. was weird. He liked yeah, He was that. like, damn, like that's sick. She's fucking owning that shit. Fucking yeah. Confidence, bro. And <laughs> fucking like she's in her underwear, man. God. <laughs> What is this? He was like, oh, lies, Claire Hart can't lose. Leave it yeah, on the field. Right. <laughs> I, but the thing is, is like a man can never do that. Like if this was the bachelorette and a man showed up in his damn drawers and with, yeah. with some clothes, I'd be like, get your ass back in the club. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll tell you what, in, in Anna and I are watching New Zealand right now on Patreon and I feel like in New Zealand, there's a few guys that would show up and like strip on the carpet, and Anna and I watching it are what? like, ugh. And and the, the the ladies are like, yeah, like show me that day, like yeah, let me see it, I want to see it, like they <laughs> like, I want to see it, let me look at it, I'm gonna just see it. You stand there and let me look at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? Maybe maybe that's a good idea because then you could just put them back in the limo if they not. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Haven't you found that, Anna? That they're like, yeah. let me see it. Let me look at it. I'm going to look at it for a while. I'm going to see it. Yeah. <laughs> they do not care at all about nudity. Like, they're just like, it is what it is. But Anna, and not only not only do I not care, I want to look. You better show it to me. You may see it. Yeah. They're, I think that's <laughs> is one of the guys who's naked. Doesn't she at some point? One of the- he stands there yeah, like this. Him. He stands yeah. there like this. And With like, the meat out? For a yeah. while, like buck naked at a cocktail party, and she's just like, "Yeah, I like that. Let's just keep it, keep it going. I want to see that." She's a doctor. I want to see the drawing that she made. It's probably a stick figure. And then we have Kit coming up. She's a fashion entrepreneur, uh, and she come rolls in in a Bentley, and she said, "This, uh, this felt like." Uh, coming in in the limo felt like total ride share. So I thought I would hire this. And then she gave him a snow globe and she was like, I know you're from New York city. And then they set up, I'm going to call it right now. Two on one is going to be Kit and Victoria. They set up her giving the snow globe and already they set up like, excuse me, princess, but the queen is here. And then Kit's like, excuse me, I'm the king and the CEO. I'm the king and the CEO. And fucking God. Yeah. And so, um, I full disclosure. I know Kit's mom, and I feel like Kit Kit grew up with cooler people than uh than Victoria. I suspect Kit will win in this duo. Tiana, what did you think of Kit? I like um Kit came in with a clear uh like I don't know. There's something about it where I'm like I can't hate the game. Like she knows what she's doing. She came in. She made an impression on me immediately. And you know what? Hell, I hope her fashion entrepreneuring gets blows up because of this because she did what she did. I like to wear combat boots. Yeah, like I didn't. I wasn't like I. You know, I wasn't immediately like, well, how is she going to be with Matt if she if she's too busy fighting with Victoria or whatever? I'm like, it doesn't matter. She knows what she's doing. I can't hate the game. Like, not everyone is here to win Matt's heart. And I I respect that she's going to make an impression, walk away from this, 
and uh, use it to better her business and or social following. So, you know what? Good for her. I can't wait to see Kit selling tea. Oh, go ahead, Miles. Oh, no, no. Go ahead. Lacey. I was going to say, I can't wait to see kids uh, selling fit tea on Instagram and, you know, giving us a sponsored by Nivea post. I'm very yes. into it. Yeah. I'm right. Um, I also, also want to say I love that she was like, limos are for poor people. It's giving <laughs> poverty. Uh, stimulus <laughs> check. Don't need those girls. Right. But Jeff Bezos is my uncle, honey. Like, she's giving. so, And I love it. I love it. <laughs> Miles. Oh, she's, again, you know. Pulling up in the Bentley convertible. She's stunt one on one. She's the professor uh, in classes in session. I was like, okay, I get it. You're 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 not as basic as these others as you were trying to demonstrate. Um, you know, we'll see what how she I think, yeah, like Anne is saying, she she's knows what in, she's doing. She's still in college. She's literally yeah, still for in sure. undergrad. She goes to NYU, she's still an undergrad. So if she gets her followers and does her thing, good for her. I, I, don't, I don't yeah I don't take her seriously as a contestant but I think you know that's what she's doing the right thing is like right now she's basically showing you who she is in comparison she's contrasting herself to these she's other contestants because so- it's a social cute. media follow. You're like, I like that. I'm her. I she am her. So cute in person. Can I just say she's stunning, like like a super fox. Side note, she's super cute. She's super cute. She. So uh, side note, I wrote. I so in Victoria the Queen, she fell down the stairs. She's like, I know I'm going to put my best foot forward. Then she falls down the stairs, and then he goes, "You good?" She goes, "I'm good. I am the queen of the kingdom. Save the best for last," <laughs> which is. <laughs> Incredible. Um, and then and then she goes, yes, queen. The queen has arrived, bitches, which is, again, nightmare. Like, she's a fucking night. You don't want to be her roommate, but, like, you don't want to engage with it, but sort of enter. She'll, she'll last four episodes. Like, she will be fun villain for four episodes. So then he comes in and he's like, you know, I've been thinking long and hard about what I wanted to say to you, and I'm just going to scrap that. And then – uh, is this unprecedented in The Bachelor? Has anybody out of the gate referred to the Heavenly Father in the opening? Like, I think they are pretty Christian, but that this has been the most openly Christian I've seen. It's Other getting like Hannah Brown, who's like, I've made Jesus still loves me, even though I've had sex. So before Katie goes, here's what I will say. I didn't grow up with any religion. I have... No, look, I actually feel like if that's like, I understand when I get nervous for things, I understand like before I go into a situation, like I'll go into the bathroom and I'll like calm myself and I have little sort of mantras or prayers or whatever. Like everybody has their thing. It was unusual on ABC prime time to see in this show that ends up with people like grinding in hot tubs. It was just... It was just a surprise. That's all. It was just for like the the setting. It was just a, an odd thing to match with the show that gives birth to Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> like, I think, yeah, I think the equation is to offset the blackness of the contestant. You have must have one open prayer in the top of the show <laughs> to get so everybody so conservative America. Conservative on board. America. Like, well, at like, least he follows Christ. Yes. Oh, that's least. interesting. I will say he handled it well when he came out of it. And the first thing that he saw was a vibrator. And then he had a good sense of humor about that. Like, uh, I saw Katie leaning forward. Katie, what did you want to say? 
Well, I was just going to say, like, I do wish there was more religious diversity on this show. It seems like they're always just all Christians. And I wish yeah. there was, you know, Jews, Muslims, agnostics, atheists. And because so many of the women were like, I loved that. Yeah. And I would have walked out. I just would have been like, uh, I'm yeah. very uncomfortable here and I'm going to leave. I'm curious I, if there was a shot of anyone who was like looking around when everybody was bound to the like, are they fucking for, I would have been like, are, is this for yeah, real? I you know, that's, like, me. I would have been hiding in a quarter. I like that he spoke his heart. I appreciate the sentiment, but again, I'm not used to, I think I would have been like, just almost feeling like I was intruding somebody else's family dinner or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I <laughs> right. don't know what to do. I've never, I don't know what to do here. If, if that makes him happy, that's great. It was just like so out of the gate and so quick yeah. and just yeah. like, hey, everyone pray. And I was just like, whoa, okay. Interesting yeah. choice. Yeah. Uh, all right, sure. Lacey. Three things. So one, it is very weird. I agree with Katie to just assume that Jesus is everybody's homeboy because that's what he did. Uh, two, not the weirdest scene I ever seen because we talked. I was in a weed circle and before we had started smoking the weed, he was like, "We got to pray over the weed," and then he prayed to God over the weed. Um, and that was very interesting to me. So, you know, I'm, I've seen more weird prayers. And then I wish the prayer itself had been a little bit more honest to the bachelor. Like, this is the prayer that I want. Dear sweet little baby Jesus, please cover me while I kiss on all 30 of these women and rub <laughs> on their booties. <laughs> like, like something more realistic. Like, yeah. please yeah. keep me horny in your name. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Anna, what did Anna? What did you think? I would have loved to have disrupted the whole situation. I've been like, Allahu Akbar, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Off the gate, Inshallah. Inshallah, 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 we make it through this season, right. ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Just literally, you hear Mickey Mouse calling, like, "Shut it down! Shut it! Shut it! Stop it! Stop it!" I mean, JP was Jewish, right? I remember, I feel like his JP was, and Andy Dorfman was Jewish, right? Yeah. Yes. Andy Dorfman was Jewish. Do yeah. they treat their Judaism like a, like a fun gimmick thing or was they, it? I think, they, I just, about, I think it's never been, talked about. I feel like religion right. is. So there's no more, like. Windowing. We never got Shop a seder. We never got a good shabbat. I, I know at JP's. Got a yeah, I know was, at JP's wedding, like you know, it was he, more traditional Jewish. You wear yarmulke and stuff like that. But like, okay. yeah, they but don't. If, they don't talk about it really. Just historically, they people didn't talk about it as much yeah. as it's, I feel like it's gotten more and more in the last three years. That I, I, I think that's also because it got more pageanty. It got more pageant. Those worlds kind of like live together, I feel like. I mean, even on like, so we had, we had on Peter Pilot's season, we had on Hannah B's season with Luke. And then even now with Tasha sending Ivan home because mm-hmm. he wasn't Christian, like that it, it's been a, a plot point in a large way, in a way that I don't remember it before that. Because you would have thought it would have been a bigger plot point earlier seasons. You yeah, know? it's getting more and more conservative or, yeah. or I don't know. Um, to this point, it's also getting more diverse. So I feel like that's also the reason. It's like when you when you bring on a, a black person, they have to be the right kind of black person. He's yeah. not. He's half he's white. Right. He has to be. He's right. light skin. 
He has to be super religious. He has to be like as white friendly as possible. Like they just got lots oh, yeah. of photos safe, and posted next to poster board. Like I love yeah. white. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, okay. So then we have, so then he does it and, uh, he, you know, he sees the vibrator, starts laughing and he starts pulling people aside. And a lot of the women are like, amen, amen. And are like, <laughs> Rachel, Rachel is sobbing. And then somebody goes, Ooh. are you religious? And I, there was a pause where she was like, yeah, but like, but I was like, is she like, so yeah, there was, she was definitely going like, you know, it just really personally, it was just very personal. It spoke to me personally. And then she was like, it's hard to be vulnerable. Um, so then he goes and he pulls somebody aside and he's like, you know, what I really want, how am I going to unpack this? There was a lot of him talking to people about how to unpack things. He wants to unpack each person. I want to unpack you. I want to unpack mm-hmm. my family, unpack your family, see if you're vulnerable, all of that. Um, and then he goes, well, I saw a vibrator and I lost my train of thought. But he goes, I just feel like I need to be a perfect person. And this was when he was talking to the young lady who was the reporter whose dad has Lou Gehrig's. And then she said, well, nobody wants to hang out with a perfect person. It's not relatable. And he really liked that. I feel like she is a contender, Mm -hmm. that young lady. I don't think she's going to win, but I think she'll probably make it. If if we were non-pandemic times, I feel like she would make it overseas. But as it is, I feel like maybe she'll make it top six. What's her name? She was the broad... Sarah, Sarah, the broadcast journalist. Yeah. Um, and then let's see. He so then he was talking. Let's see who else. Who do you guys want to talk about next? I was just gonna. Uh, oh, Rachel. I I feel okay. like she's just very strong because that was the first time I was saying as I watched the show. I was like, oh, she's playing the fucking. Game. Honey. She played the she played the game, honey. Like she, yeah, she knew. Tear- I was like, oh, I see, I see. Yeah, she did. So she was the one. She's so stunning. She was like, and she was the one that's like, yeah, same, 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 same. I've never been vulnerable. I just clam up because I know. Yeah. Then you get hurt. Like it never works. So I'm not gonna do it. And he was like, right, right. Well, we'll do it together. And she was like, I'm in. She's like, but thank you. Thank you for your prayer. Like, it just really meant a lot. Like, this is hard. Like, I really struggle. She knew to be like, I can't open up. Maybe I will, but she was super hot. She played. What did you see with her playing the game, Mr. Miles? Well, just because, you know, anytime you have uh, Jesus-induced crocodile tears, I'm yes. like, oh, okay, all right. Um, yes. That's a that's that's a call to a special ability if you're in the X-Men. Yes. Uh, is just yes. to do on command, like, I'm just going to mirror and relate to you, like, instantly. Yes. And I think that's why she's like, I love that everything's on the same. Because she's just doing that thing. She's like, I am you. We are. We already have. Every, the subtext that's is what Claire we are already did. the same person. That's why Claire yeah. did talking to Dale. Same, 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 same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm same, here. Same. I, and I think she'll go far because, A, he he buried, he was like, ooh, she got that onion booty. Make me want to cry when I look at it. When she first <laughs> walked away, I remember, he might as well have been biting his fist. She's Stunning. She's stunning. Her her dark features for, you know, I think that's the kind of white woman that he's vibing for. He doesn't I don't think he's going to like a blonde. And it's after, you know, we'll get to the first impression or something like that. But like, I feel like a brunette white woman okay. is definitely the, the benchmark now. The first five that he picked were like brunette white women. It was that. Yeah, and then yeah. Chelsea. Like, Chelsea. Chelsea is so stunning. I mean, that dress, she, she, yeah, Miles. No, I just, it's a, it's a very 
very uh, tightly packed field. You know, like there are so many people. That's why it's hard to even know in these early episodes what's going on because I feel like I I'm so off from when we were doing. I know. Picks. Well, now we all we all loved our in person. We loved yeah. the beautiful pharmacist. We all were like, it's going to be the beautiful pharmacist who really got very li- from Ethiopia, who got very right. little screen time, who's stunning. No, but like I in know. the in the pictures when we were when we were like picking because we only saw the photos, she really she's going to get lost behind, and she's she's a beauty. Yeah, I would. I wish I had been here for the pics because I wouldn't have put no black girls in the pics because that was just the easy. We knew that wasn't gonna happen. Um, you go, you ain't gonna get black love on the basket. Can you imagine two cocoa butter queens over here kissing <laughs> this he, shit? That ain't I thought he was gonna do that thing where he was like, "I'm gonna rediscover my blackness through like dating again." No, I was like, maybe it's like a movie script. I would be so excited. If they don't show Matt in a do-rag, they are lying to me because he ain't getting them yeah. waves just sleeping on that no, hair. Hell no. He's wearing a do-rag that night. And I yes. bet you they're going to show us <laughs> him in the shower running his hair, you know, doing the damn caress commercial. We ain't never going to see that damn do-rag. But I know right. that it's there. I want everyone to know that I know. And I wanted to say that, um, wait, what was I going to say? Oh, the Rachel girl. So yes. Miles brought up a great point about the mirroring. And I just want to say that that is a very big scammer tactic. It's just be what the other person is is because that automatically makes them feel very comfortable with you and that keeps them yeah it also gives you this false sense of a bond that you don't have because you know yourself right so if you feel like you meet someone who feels just like you then you immediately feel a little bit more bonded to who they are i think he's really gonna like that because he's also in real estate and real estate is a scam profession okay so he likes crime as well (laughs) yes yes I, i i have to say uh yeah he definitely i i have to say that mirroring thing i think it works on almost every bachelor i think if yeah. you are listening oh, yeah. and you are wanting to go and succeed in the mansion a good i think a really good tip is i don't think we've ever heard it articulated so well as the two of you like i don't think i've ever heard it i mean we noticed we noticed that claire would do it with dale like no matter what he mm-hmm. said, she'd be like, "Oh my god, oh my god, me too, me too, me too." But like we, but she was she already held all the cards because she was the bachelorette. Like you're absolutely right that if you come in and you mirror and you're a little cool about it, like mm-hmm. like you have to play it cool. Like yeah, I know. Like like That's like so wild or so connected. It's like unbelievable. Yeah. Like yeah, because I feel like the exact same, same way. I feel like we're on the same page. Like we're on the yeah, same like, book. It's freaking same me out a little bit. Like it, how kids are. <laughs> it's so hard to like, yeah, my God, opening up is hard. Like I just run. I just cut and run. But like, yeah, I mean, it's totally worth it. Like, not, you know, you don't have any skin in the game. You just, you know, you never get, you, it's worth it to is this open ha- up. Is this really happening right now? So then we have like, poor hey. sweet Poor sweet Mari. This is the, uh, she, she gives him the boarding pass. She's like, you know, Ugh. This is flight 143 to my heart in Puerto Rico. Um, then we hear about the hurricane, the earthquake, the grandparents, and then she's hit by a dildo. And then somebody else inside goes, talk about a buzz kill. And then somebody says, Sarah, or Katie, the woman who had it, says, it was never on my bucket list to boop a pageant queen in the shoulder with a dildo. But I absolutely, like, fucking love it. And I just thought... You piece of shit. Like, she was talking about her grandparents, like, in, like, natural disasters. Like, you're you are not nailing it. You are you look like such a dickhead. So tone deaf. Tana, did you want to say anything about that moment? Uh, no. I mean, 
Katie seems fun, but she also seems again like just out of touch. Because yeah, like also if you would if you had even taken a second to hear what she was saying, she was literally being like, "And uh, we are worried that you know we might lose." Like, like was- hey, hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> You're just there for the bit and you're like, dude, just I I feel like I would feel so awkward. I guess they always like emphasize like being confident and doing what you got to do. But it's like if I if I had walked up and I could hear a serious conversation going on, I'd be like, oh, I should give them like a minute. But maybe I was just raised by immigrant parents who like, you know, have pushed me around enough to know that you really have to respect people. But like that Katie just seems I don't like her because I know already I would she's the friend you go to the party with but then like you leave without saying goodbye because you're like I really can't have her know I'm leaving because she won't let me leave she'll just harass me the whole time you suck why is it your party pooper I just I'll go I'll have the fun Victoria will do that too I will ditch you Victoria all night would be like you're a marketer you gotta market yourself you got sneakers on she goes run your head be like like she was so obsessed with like what's wrong with you you, why no, are you just tired? You get one yeah. shot, one shot, one shot for love. So then we have he gets pulled out to the pickup truck, and Kaylee gives him some sweet tea, and um, and there was again lot a lot to unpack. We've got to unpack each other. We got to unpack this. Then we have Kit gives him the snow globe, and we have excuse me, princess. Um, and he's like, well, it's just like drinking through a fire hose. I'm just trying to take on a lot of information. And then Victoria Is that goes, Southern. Because I'm the best fire hose, which is yeah. What does that mean? What does that fall back? Fucking squirt all over your face. (laughs) So are you saying is that southern phrase drinking from a fire hose? He's like, no, just like the volume of (laughs) as opposed to drinking fire. Well, I'm the best. I was pussy. So then he's talking to he's talking to Bree, and uh, then she was like. My Persian queen, Brie. I got to get her on my podcast. I'm she's so fucking stunning. And so she's like, um, he was like, I was really nervous. It's like, I was so nervous when it came out. He's like, you didn't see me. He's like, oh my God, you didn't notice that. He's like, I know I was so nervous. And then she was the first one out of the limo. Who's all, the first one out of the limo is always either like going to win or it's going to be the next bachelorette. And and he was like, I can't imagine it was easy on any person. And she was like, it's important for me to see diverse true love stories because it's not something that I saw. I saw so much as a child. My mom is Persian, but she was white pa- passing. My dad is black. I never saw an example of what love was like. And uh, I feel like she could take it. If Abigail doesn't win, I think it's, I think it's between Abigail and Brie. Is my those are my top. Katie, she's my number one. She was my number one. Yeah, Yeah. it was Brie and then Cassandra, who we literally never saw. Who was everybody else's number one? And then I I had Abigail. Yeah, but Brie, I she's she's she just seems so real and so cool and like nice. I really hope. All right, Anna, take it. You love her. So I love Brie because she says, I'm Persian. Immediately, I'm like, I'm in because you're like, I don't know. There's something about like that kind of dis- like feeling kind of like disconnected. Like I've, you know, I'm Persian, but I've always felt like the outsider. I'm like the black sheep. So I like know how she feels like where you're just like, I don't fit in. But like also, also I did my research on her. Her mom is a gorgeous whole <laughs> Her mom. The reason she's so gorgeous is because her mom looks like her sister, but like her like white sister, like literally beautiful. She, 
this family, I I couldn't find the father, but this family is beautiful. I have never seen Anna so animated. This is the most alert and like, like perky I have ever seen. Anna is feeling this. I love it. Excited I was for Jojo's Persian ass, drunk ass mom being like, she's a princess. Like, this is my vibe is when a Persian shows up on these shows and goes full on like, hey, look, you know, we are per-. like, I love it because that is my representation of like, I know that life. It's nice to see them on this like show. So yes. like, she's like, you know, I was raised by this single mom. I had these struggles where I didn't, you know, fit in. And I was always just trying to like find my place. And on top of that, I looked her up. She's got a balling ass job in San Francisco, which is why they she almost couldn't do the show. What did she do? What did she do? I communication company, but she works high up in a tech company in SF. I'm thinking maybe Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, something like that, because she almost couldn't do the job and they've hidden her profession so well that you cannot find this company, which means she's balling. Oh my God, Brie, you're getting our rose. You're getting the rose. We love you. We're going to take a break and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the Abigail conversation, the coming attractions and tweet of the week. Ooh, I don't know about you, but things are getting so hot in here. I think I gotta take a pee break. We're back. We've just been really like very much enjoying Brie and her mom on Instagram during the break. At Dr. Banana, your research is once again spectacular. You've done Chef's Kiss, you've done it again, Dr. Banana. She, we have an incredible, she could be the next Bachelorette if she doesn't win. I'll say it now. Either Abigail, it'll go Abigail or Brie, winner, Bachelorette, between those two. Those are, that's my prediction. Okay. Um, Okay. So then we have uh, the chat with Abigail and they start talking. We find out that she, both she and her sister are deaf, that he liked that she just said it right out of the gate and that she grew up that her sister was always so bold that she just followed in the footsteps of her sister. Um, and he says, you know, when I met you, I just went blank. I'm glad you're here. And then he kissed her. He mm-hmm. kissed her. Mm-hmm. And then he and then he ran like 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 through this gigantic mansion through 58 rooms to go get that rose. They had her in the farthest room so she could run <laughs> that rose past every woman that was like, and you're not getting it, and you're not getting it, and you're not. We're going to run it up to that like weird room in the attic where there's like everybody pressed up against the window. And um, and Abigail got the first impression rose. Yeah. The way that rose went through that like lobby, it looked like when you're super hungry at a restaurant and you see the shit coming out of the pass and you're yes. like, my table. And <laughs> yeah. like, it goes like, God damn it. Yeah, you're like, is that my, is that my rose beef? Is that my rose everyone, beef? Everyone had that energy. I, and I was like, is that my burger? Is that my burger? Yeah, breaking their necks. I low-key wish that he had faked them out a little bit. Like he stopped to like oh, no. rest a little bit. Oh. <laughs> oh, let me put this down right here real quick. Oh, I'm going to stretch my back. Right, Looking at the women that he cut, the women he cut were so stunning. I mean, this group, this is definitely cuts deep. This is, I think, the stiffest competition they've ever. I mean, the women that were cut were stunning. The ballerina got cut. Um, <laughs> that was wild. I was surprised. He was like, no. Yeah. It's just like she did a whole dance when she came. I know. I thought she was going to – I thought I would like that if somebody came out on pointed toe. Like, 
Uh, um, and uh, and then we saw some coming attractions, and then Heather, the never been kissed girl from Colton season, that's thirsty yeah. for her to come back. She's back. Come but on. It's implied that they had met previously through Hannah Brown, like there had been flirtation. Right. Hannah Brown were hanging out with Smart. And then they have, as they, if you've listened to our Patreon and you guys can subscribe, um, down in Australia and in New Zealand, they call them intruders. So it's basically, they call it, they don't do that here, but down under, they call them intruders. If some, so like mid season, if they unleash a new set of like, you know, a new season of gals, it looks like this season they're doing a couple of intruders that come in in the middle. Bloody intruders. mm -hmm. (laughs) And they, they also talk about people like when somebody says like, say, Miles, say I was talking to you and then Lacey was like, can I steal you for a minute? They call it cutting, like, Lacey came up and cut my grass. Let's cut in the grass. <laughs> that sounds sexual. It does sound sexual. What did Chris Harrison said to him? Chris Harrison said to him something that felt sexual that was like, by the end of this, you're really going to want to, what did it, was it, what was it? You're going to want to choke me out is what, he, oh my God, he yeah. said, you're going to want to choke Pull me. my hair. You're going to want to choke me out is what he said at the – like. Chris becomes the intruder. He's on the show now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Let me take a run at this man. He's like, hey, ladies. I'm here. Hey, and I'm, 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 I'm here to won- fucking win. <laughs> I'm here to win. I want him to choke me out. Just anyway. Matt's like, um, if I choke you out, will you leave me alone, man? Well, yeah. It was, it was oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Um, and then somebody was like, I went through four COVID tests for this. That's what that's what the world we're living in, you guys. That's what she was angry yeah. that she um I mean again, is there so we've never had more women. There's never been more women. So at this point, I don't know the names of anybody that got cut. I do think the goat feet and the ballerina got cut. Um there's a good chance that Cassandra, our front runner, could have yeah. gotten cut. Um and then we really see guess. that there's intruders coming up. Overall, before we uh, get to tweet of the week, impressions on the first night. I look. Nobody got hammered. Queen Victoria was fun. I thought Abigail's connection was exciting. I think it's fun, quite honestly, to that that they have refreshed the franchise and brought in. They used to do this back in the day. They would bring in people that hadn't gone through the machine of it already. And I think it. I think it needed that air. Like it's almost like inbreeding animals. Like it was like it like. <laughs> Like that, people start to like you know, like they know the system and the quirks, and they get their friends that are the right. producers. Like, you, like you just got a reset of like, let's just bring in fresh air. Some he's not cynical to the process, you know, like, like yet, not yet. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was. I like that it was a reset. I, that felt good. I'm all in. I hope he finds love. I hope. Okay, so let's before we do tweet of the week. Give me your – who do you think the top three are going to be and who do you think is going to be Bachelorette Miles? Rachel, And tell me Abigail. who you think wins. Who's going to win? Uh, it's going to be Rachel, Abigail, and – okay, it, before I say my third, is it ever – like if you don't see the people talking in the first episode, does that mean they're not going to win? Or no, sometimes who, they do win. Oftentimes they do win. If they're not in the first episode? Yeah. 
They, like they, people, okay. they're, they're, yeah, then, so they'll make it be I, like, they're like, we didn't, they'll almost hide people that you don't, so you don't see them coming. So right, right, like right. that happens where you'd okay. be like, then out of the blue, like so-and-so shows up. So yes, yeah, sometimes that happens. People win. So I'm, so I'm, then I'm going to keep Ileana in there because she was one of my top picks. So it'll be Ileana, Rachel, or Abigail. Which one was Ileana? Uh, she was, I don't have her bio up in front of me. Right but no Brie? You don't she, think Brie? Oh. Ileana is the one that we all thought would be thirsty because she owns her own like. Oh, she was the eat my yeah. balls. She was the eat my yes. balls girl. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. she was eat my. She was think, eat my balls. You think eat my balls is gonna win? I just there is there's an energy and plus knowing uh, the appetites of biracial black men. I I don't know. I just need to okay. see more. I need Great. more data. I okay. need more data Our because Anna. although I don't think it'll be a blonde woman, I just I, there's just more data I need to see. Okay. I'm going to say top three are going to be Abigail, Brie, and Rachel. And I'm going to say for the win, usually with The Bachelorette, whoever gets the first impression rose wins, but not for The Bachelor. But I'm going to say it is going to be for The Bachelor. I say Abigail wins, and then I say Brie is the next Bachelorette. All right, Lacey, top three, who's The Bachelorette and who's going to win? I am in the same boat with you on the top three. It's Rachel Abigail Brie. Um, I think that Abigail is going to win. And I think that Rachel could be the next Bachelorette because Brie and Tana, what, isn't her name? What, what was Tasha? Brie and Tasha look too much alike. Just from the casting position, yes. they're probably not going to go with another girl who looks like her. Okay. Good. Good thinking like an executive. I mean, I like- but they also have, uh, but at the, on the same side, they did that for the white contestants. Tristan yeah, but we not know. white. You know they don't work for us. You know they get yeah, white well, people. They're like, ooh, that was enough activism for us. Well, wait, we got to see the hey, ratings. Got to tune in. Get the ratings up. That's what they did with what? Rachel. Rachel was their yeah. best bachelorette. And mm-hmm. and they the ratings went down. And then... Yeah. And then again, yeah. it wasn't until like, like like until they had to that they cast right. Tasha. Like you know, and this season they're already putting out ratings for the episode that aired, and it's it was the highest air like rating wise on Monday night that Monday night compared to other television shows. However, for a Bachelor rating, it was a low. Um, so, so it's already happening. I hate, I hate that. I've never been more excited for a Bachelor. Anna, who do you think the t- that's awful? I didn't know yeah. that. Fucking awful. Like, what the, like, what's the problem? Bachelor Nation, most of them are just like white people in the, you know, flyover states. Sorry to say it, but it's true. And they're racist and they don't like when things change. Um, And also. the prayer? Yeah. Well, you know, they didn't see the prayer. prayer, They didn't tune in. They need to tune in to see the prayer. Even by showing his mother is white. I know. <laughs> right. We paraded this white woman. They all did time. everything. On, they said up top, this man is white and Christian also. Yeah. And they blew the budget and it didn't work. Oh, that's the nation. God damn. I'm, I w- oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say the last thing. Um, so I feel like Chris Harris been uh, whispered in Matt's ear, like, you got to pick Victoria crazy behind. We can't lose her yet. Oh, they uh, did for I, sure. They for sure. <laughs> producer pick. They they made him keep Vibrator and Victoria. The producers for sure. But he would not have picked Vibrator and Victoria over ballerina <laughs> and like camel toe slippers for sure. All right, Tana. Who are your top three, and who do you think the Bachelor will be? 
I'm thinking so there is a part in the upcoming so I'm going to I'm going to take a prediction swings. I don't know. But because it looks like at one point Matt is thrown and just needs some time. He's crying. Love they, it. they have to pull out Chris Harrison to be like, "I've never met a black man, but it seems like you're upset." You know? <laughs> <laughs> out. Never seen one of you cry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I think potentially and I'm going to make a guess that maybe, because it feels like Abigail is his number one, maybe Abigail self-exits. And oh! Like, yeah. Oh, no! And oh, good guess, Tana. Because there was a helplessness in his eyes. Yes, there was a, this was the one, wait, what What am I supposed to do? Maybe, like, maybe, like, maybe a relative of hers gets sick or something. You know what I mean? Like, maybe she has to go. Maybe she's like, I don't want to, like, I've realized in the process that this is, I don't want to be in this environment or something. She just seems so real to me that maybe she's like, oh, this mm-hmm. is actually kind of toxic and these ladies are terrifying or something. I don't know. So maybe... Maybe that's what happened. Okay, okay, okay. I like She's it. Like, so I have to go fight top. Antifa so, in Portland. So give, like, <laughs> give us your top. Give us your top three and your and your bachelor. Give us your winner and your bachelorette. Your top three. In that scenario, I would think winner is um, winner is either Bree or Rachel. If I'd have to pick, I would say Bree, and then bachelorette is Abigail. Oh, Ooh, you yeah. first oh thing, shit. Do we acknowledge any sort of disability on this oh, show? Oh, my God. You guys, the producers, you're right, because the, the producers might be evil enough yeah. that they poison it and yeah. they, they tank oh, wow. their love so they can <laughs> capture this. They see this beautiful, you're right. That she cynical thinking, but I've watched this show long enough. Right, this beautifully like differently abled person, and they're like, "Oh no, we have bigger aspirations for her. Let's ruin and then their Matt love." Doesn't find anyone and intrudes on her season. Oh, excuse me. Can I cut the grass, please? Excuse me. I have to choke oh, out. Oh, mate. I gotta cut the bloody grass. Now. I have to choke out Chris Harrison. Okay, <laughs> my only qualm with that is she's really nice. So I don't know if Abigail, so far, if I would watch her with a bunch of different dudes. Like she just seems like a nice mm. human. Like you're right. I need her to be a little more. Yeah. You're right. A little more. Okay, Katie, Doctor Katie, you're up, my friend. I have the same thing. That's gonna be. Um, <gasps> No. Bree, Abigail, Rachel. I think yes. I honestly think Bree's gonna win. I think they, they have a connection. Um and I kind of think Abigail could be the bachelor, bachelorette, yes. which I think would be amazing, but it also really worries me for her because like I looked at her Instagram, she seems so cool and normal and totally real, and I feel like this franchise would ruin her. And I would be mm-hmm. so sad to see that because she seems like such an amazing human. Yeah. But maybe she would be a great bachelor. Maybe it wouldn't ruin her. Maybe she would change the franchise. I don't know. They're going to make sure she's the bachelor. You guys are so... God, I can't believe I didn't even see it. They're going to ensure that Brie... They're going to get the right song to play slow dancing. They're going to get their his favorite band to slow dance with Brie and have the right fireworks. And they're going to just plant... All the right, like Hansel and Gretel horny trail to lead to Brie, so they get to capture <laughs> Abigail. You're absolutely right. 
Oh my god! I can't believe I didn't see it. I'm the one in the bachelor sweatshirt, and yet I'm such a sucker and a fool that I thought just pure love prevailed. But no, the behind the scenes, the behind the scenes, they're going to do it's it. Sabotage Abigail. They're going to sabotage Abigail. Sabotage Abigail. You guys. Um. Well. Please like us on iTunes. We want to get to 2000 by uh, 2022. iTunes is being they, – they won't update our – they won't update the – I know people have left reviews and they have not updated it since December 11th. So just bombard them with reviews. But here's a few of the older ones that we loved. But I know people have emailed me that they've left reviews and they just have not been updating it. But here's an old one. This is five stars. Your pal mal gal. <laughs> I said that crazy. Your pal mal gal not to love. This podcast is a bright little light in these trying times and social distancing now affords me the space to moan freely along with the theme song. I've loved Arden since meeting her as Chelsea on Stike. Rob Benedict is the most hilarious and relatable voice and imagine my surprise at the addition of Jerry Trainer, who I loved so deeply that my older sister once screen printed me a t-shirt that says Mrs. Sandwich because Jerry appears in iCarly wearing a t-shirt that says Mr. Sandwich circa 2008. So many things I love come together in every episode. Thank you. That's a fun review, Katie. What do you think of that one? That is really fun. I love the Mrs. Sandwich thing. Because I, I never watched it. I was no, me too. Old. I was old. I was too old for it. And uh, me too. Me too. I just love how many people love Jerry from oh that my God. show. Jerry has been – this is what's been so fun too is like just making – you know, it's been so fun getting to know like Lacey and Miles and Doug Benson and we have uh, – Ross Matthews is going to join us this season. Um, I think Kate Micucci is going to join us this Ooh, season. Like fun. there's so many – yeah, it's like it's the most fun way to get to know people a little better. Like I feel so much closer to everybody. Like I've known all these people yeah. but now I feel like they're my friends. You have you have something to bond over. <laughs> it's like we play the same sport. Yeah. We, we play the same sport. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. Here's an email. This is from Kim Ruth. This is yesterday. Excited for tonight. Um, hello. Just listening to your draft picks while I work. Of course, it makes me pumped for the season. I was literally talking about charcuterie boards with my husband just last night. An Instagram showing the charcuterie boards is the now the most basic news story post. It's the new boomerang of clinking glasses or doing a shimmy. And of course, since these are all wannabe influencers in order to be that image, it's all about the charcuterie board. Just like a few years ago, everyone was like, I love tacos. Whatever happened to someone being like, my favorite food is pie? Uh, can't wait for your Aussie content to be posted on Patreon. Um, so that's so great. Well, thank you, Kim Ruth. Thank you so much for emailing us. Um, I love all the charcuterie board talk because to be honest, I don't, I don't eat meat or cheese and I don't really, I didn't know what, like I, I, I don't ever really, I've seen them, but I don't really partake in them unless there's like grapes or something I can eat. I've never ordered a charcuterie board and now I understand it's because all these people are on the keto diet. Like they're, oh, is that what they're doing? It's gotta be. But there's like crackers and bread, right? But I bet they just like take the cheese or the meat. I, I bet like I that's take my just theory. the bread. <laughs> I mean, I'll take the cheese and the grapes. Yeah, I'll eat I the like, fruit or the veggies and the bread, and that's it. If I go um, to a place and there's like the little mini sliced breads, I will eat the shit out of that. 
Dude, I mean, I love flavor. I'm a hungry girl who loves flavors. This is from, uh, this is, it says, this subject is thank you from Andrea Aptecker. Dear Arden, on this New Year's Eve, since I am home and socially distancing and baking too many brownies, I thought it was finally time to write you a love letter. Thank you and your hilarious team of friends for getting me through this insane year. The Bachelor is my guilty pleasure and your podcast is hilarious. I think I adored you right away because you sound like Amy Poehler, who I also love. You must get that a lot. I don't, but I love that because I'm a fan of hers. And then you were just so delightful and fun and snarky, but not in a mean-spirited way. A highlight for me were the Garden Protect Your Heart songs. I just want to hear you sing a Garden Protect Your Heart-inspired song every podcast. I feel the same way. I can't ever get sick of that. I look forward to reading your book, Happy New Year, Arden, and your and her brilliant friends. There were nights I could not fall asleep thinking about the state of the world, and your podcast was the perfect bedtime story. Best, Annie. How cute is that? That is very cute and very so sweet. Is, well, I have to say, as a person who struggled with insomnia my whole life, like just the thought that I could ever help someone fall asleep <laughs> makes me feel good because it's been a hard year, and now it's a fresh start. And look, let's be real. I think this is going to be a transition year. And so like there's a light at the end of the tunnel, but it's still like, you know, spirits up and there's still a bit of a uh, we're still climbing the mountain, but we're going to get to downhill sled soon. And we hope this provides some levity along the way. Miles, Lacey, before you go, will you help us pick a tweet of the week? Mm -hmm. Of course. Now, if you guys want to participate, if you're new here, welcome. And this is how you do it. Here's the name of the game. You go on Twitter. You tag me and Anna. You do at Artemarine, A-R-D-E-N-M-Y-R-I-N, or Anna Hosnier, H-O-S-S-N-I-E-H, and do hashtag W-Y-A-T-R. Do it by midnight Pacific time Monday nights to be considered. Anna literally narrows it down to 80 tweets, and then I will pick about... Eight or nine and read them to you. And then we vote on the number one tweet of the week. You guys have been on fire. Truly. The writing, we could staff an entire late night show here. The writing is just getting better and better. I mean, it's just what a season. Here we go. I'm going to read about eight or nine, maybe ten. Here we go. This is from Lauren at Purple underscore Haze. Producers. Ladies, please come into the lobby for some drinks. Now, please take 10 flights of stairs to the attic so we can show you looking out the top floor window. (laughs) Thank you, Lacey. Thank you, Lacey. All right. 3D underscore Dorito at Jash Hall. Women huddled around a TV watching women huddled around the window watching women getting out of limos. I like that one. This is from I'm Better Than Ben Shapiro at Andrea underscore Shapiro. All the PAs that carried Queen Victoria in went to USC film school and assumed they'd be working on a Wes Anderson film by now. <laughs> Damn, that's hurtful. That's wow. hurtful. Wow. And that's the <laughs> truth, bro. Yeah. Okay, this is a visual one, but it really made me laugh. This is from 3D underscore Dorito at Jashel. Me showing up to ask Matt what dress I should wear. It's a potato with bra and underwear carved on it. <laughs> That's how I felt. I was like, if I showed up in my bra and underwear, like flat-footed, I would feel fully like a potato being like <laughs> Just be like, what should I wear, Matt? And it's like, cover yourself, madam. <laughs> Shut up in full spanks. I would have had on the Kim K underwear. <laughs> <laughs> There's like three sets of spanks. Okay. 
This is from Business Raccoon at ABC Madsen. The non-religious girls are regretting that they ended up at Bible Chateau. (laughs) Oh, my God. God. And then somebody replied to her, how many are going to be like, it's been real, but I'm out. And then she said, I want the first lady cut that goes up to him to whisper, hail Satan. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay, we this need is, a hero. This is from Lauren Jean Johnson at Words by LJ, LIJ. Matt said a prayer and God showed him a vibrator. God is a woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. That picture is good. It's so yeah. good. It's true. He said a prayer and God showed him a vibrator. Right after. That was his sign. That was, that was right. Mm-hmm. Um. So then this is from Lorena Arena at Lorena underscore Arena. Um, I was more shocked by opening the cocktail party with a prayer than a girl bringing a dildo. <laughs> it was the weirder thing, arguably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, things have changed over the years. This is from M at Just Call Me Fee. But what if Matt James had pulled the vibrator out from behind his back instead of the first impression rose? <laughs> That's like what you gave to him. Oh, yeah. Abigail, I've just so enjoyed talking to you. <laughs> Think about me when you use it. Oh my god! Um, oh, this one I really enjoyed. Um, this is from Laura and Jean Johnson at Words by Lig. Missed opportunity. <laughs> Missed opportunity not to throw the vibrator at Matt when he called out MJ to get a rose. <laughs> you know they Wait, nick- when he called out what? You know they nicknamed the vibrator MJ? Yeah. Oh, right, right. Missed opportunity not to throw the vibrator at Matt when he called out for MJ to get a rose. <laughs> the vibrator to get a rose like that's, that's just been right. the exiting that's frame a, was, a rose and a vibrator just taped it to it okay all right this is from seth vat sv total landscaping at that's base bone one our Lord, who art in hot tub, fantasy be thy name. Thy bone zone come, no rose go home on earth as it is on television. <laughs> yes, amen, amen. <laughs> okay, and these are the final two. Liz Tunkel at Jizzy Lizzy Raps. Katie, do you take Matt James to be your lawfully wedded husband? I dildo. <laughs> <laughs> I still do. I still do. I still do. I do. I dildo. I dildo. Um, I this dildo. is Liz Tinkle at Jizzy Lizzy Raps. I hope Katie knights Queen Victoria with that dildo. <laughs> yes. uh, here, no, here's the final one. This is from Stephanie at uh, Nideglaw. Someone went to law school and passed the bar to decide exactly how much of that vibrator had to be covered by a black box this entire episode. They're <laughs> <laughs> legal. It's yeah. true. All right. There are so many good ones. Let's narrow it down to two. I liked the TV Lord's Prayer. Okay. USC I- was my favorite. Yeah. Okay, so we'll we're do also two. in Hollywood. All right, so yeah. we're gonna do. All right, it so we're gonna tiny, do. Tiny. We're gonna do. You okay? Here we go. Here we go. The final two. I'm better than Ben Shapiro at Andrea underscore Shapira. 
all of the PAs that carried Queen Victoria in went to USC film school and assumed they'd be working on a Wes Anderson film by now. Yes. Or, or, um, Seth Vatt at Basebone One, Our Lord, who art in hot tub, fantasy be thy name, <laughs> thy bones zone come, no rose go home on earth as it is on television. Lacey, do you want to be the know. decider? Do you want to be the decider? Do you want to go last? <laughs> go last. I go last. Okay, we'll see if it starts to be a tight. All right, Tana. I'm going to go with Bone Zone, Know Thy Name. All right, Miles. Uh, as, as a UCLA Bruin, uh, it's fuck SC all day, so I'm loving that SC film school. <laughs> all right, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Bone Zone, Be Thy Name. Okay. <laughs> all right, Lacey, you can go next, and then we'll let Katie be the decider. Okay, okay. I mean, y'all know I love the Lorps, okay? And, uh, <laughs> and I'm glad that we can feel God in this chateau, okay? So I got yes. to go with Bozo. Okay, Katie. Uh, I really liked the U- the USC with the film school one. I thought that was pretty great. All right, so Bone Zone Chateau won. Seth Vatt, you did it again. We've been asking for you. We're like, where the hell is Seth Vatt? Well, you came back. You beat out 88,000 people to be Tweet of the Week for the first week of 2021. Seth Vatt, our lord who art in hot tub, fantasy be thy name, thy bone zone come, no rose go home on earth as it is in television. You did it again, Basebone One. Uh, all of you, thank you so much. We love our fans. Please, we hope everybody had a nice holiday. We hope everybody has a great, so far, so good 2021. Feeling great. Um, Lacey, do you think you're going to watch the season? Dip a toe. You know, now that I'm quarantining my home as a prisoner, you know, hey, all I got is TV. All so. right. Well, what, where can people find you? What would you like to promote? If you guys have not listened to Lacey's podcast, Scam Goddess, it is, I've been a guest. Uh, Miles mm-hmm. is an amazing guest. I mean, it is Vulture Magazine and Vulture, like they picked it as one of their top 10 favorite podcasts of 2020. She's brilliant. What would you like to promote? Where would you like? Where can well, you? damn, Artie, you done did my promotion for me. I appreciate you, Queen. Thank you. As always, yes, Scam Goddess Pod, if you want to find me online, D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I, Diva Lacey on all platforms. And yeah, you know, that's where I can be found, by, but legally. <laughs> right. Miles, where can people find you, sir? Uh, Twitter, Instagram, at Miles of Gray, and also the other podcast, Daily Zeitgeist, which comes out every day, and 420 Day Fiance, where I, I get high and just muse about 90 Day Fiance, my, my I mean, real reality lover. Let's talk about that. If you guys watch 90 Day Fiance and you love Miles, like, do not oh, miss yeah. 420 Day Fiance come because. Come by. Come by. This is up your alley, listeners. Um, uh, my book is still out. If you're like, hey, I'm, I'm bummed from coming back from the holidays. I want something fun to bring me into 2021. Little Miss Little Compton is available worldwide. You can get it on Kindle. You can get the audio book. Uh, and, of course, I'm on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook, at Arda Marine, A-R-D-E-N-M-Y-R-I-N. Dr. Banana, where can people find you? I'm back at Anna Hostier on Twitter. Yay! She got hacked. Our queen got hacked. Back though, I'm back. Follow me there. Every, I mean, honestly, someone, everyone was tweeting like right in time for the Bachelor tweets to come in. I know. I was thinking about that. Like, what if the guy that hacked you had to deal with all of this? Oh god. 
then he better pick tweet of the week. Okay. We have jobs. Yeah. He better be texting me tweet of the week. Um, And also, Ann and I have our Patreon. I think we are going to do bachelor in paradise because we had other people email in and say it was fun. And I feel like we need a paradise. I need to go back to Fiji, Tana. We got to go to Fiji. I'll watch any Australian (laughs) franchise show. Just tell me when to show up. I'm there. I'll watch that. I'll watch Ellie and her sister. They're both the bachelorette. I'll watch that. Katie Levine. Talk to us, queen. I am KT underscore money on Twitter and Instagram. And if you are able to, please donate to your local food bank. You guys, Miles, Lacey, what a season you guys kicked off. Mm -mm. I hope you guys would please come back and play with us. Oh, yes. Of course. It's so fun. We love having you. And uh, thank you for your time. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening. Well, until next week. Bye. Rose is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.